0: Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, heal your deepest hurts, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right, so today I'm so excited to have a very special guest, and as usual, we are all in for a treat. I want to welcome founder and CEO of Inner Mastery Inc. and the creator of Pathways to Radiant Spiritual Development Programs and Inner Mastery Methodology for Personal Transformation, Mark Youngblood. <laughs> and I got to know Mark because he invited me to be on a beautiful series that he did recently, and we got to connect. And after we chatted about that, I was so excited to meet him that I asked him to come and share with us on this podcast. So Mark, welcome.
1: Thank you, Victoria. It's a pleasure to be here. I so enjoyed our conversation when we were connecting with the 30 Day Thrival Guide. So this is awesome.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed that too. And and it was such a great resource. And everything that you do on your Facebook group Mm -hmm. is so powerful and so helpful. So I will make sure that you'll have you tell us a little bit about that. But I'll also make sure for listeners that that information will be there at the end. But before we as we get going, what I would love to ask you what I usually ask people at the beginning is tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Yeah,
0: and yeah, your story.
1: Yeah, well, I have two parts to my business, and they're they're both off of a central pole, which is transforming consciousness, really raising consciousness. And on one side of that, I'm an executive coach working with CEOs and their teams on exceptional leadership, and you can't be an exceptional leader unless you're an exceptional human being. So it's really about the inner work. And And on the public side, I have a work that is what you described just a minute ago, which is... Providing training and a methodology for people to get their own tools to transform their consciousness at a personal level, and of course, when you do that, you heal your deep wounding, you clear your blocks and your limitations, and you're able to heal, to love yourself, and to fully empower yourself as a, you know a, a spiritual aspirant.
0: Sounds like a really good plan and really amazing. You know, and I've, I've researched and I've seen some of what you've done. I would love for you to share a little bit about that ladder work that you do and yeah. what the program looks like. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you and I have talked. So you and I have some similar background and, uh, and kind of our journey has been similar. And so I started out really left-brained as an accountant and I, was, I had a wounding in my childhood where I kind of went unconscious and and i was living out an egoic life and trying to feel good enough by getting wealthy and success and all those things and and it blew up all at once in my late 20s and i had an ego death and out of that i woke up and i was ravenous for all things spiritual and so i started my journey and i started doing everything that came my way that felt right and and so I've, uh, over the years, I've learned a lot of tools, techniques, and I've had a lot of them channeled to me. And I've done my own work for decades to go from this person with a miserable, pretty miserable life um, to a person who's living what I call a radiant life. And I know you can relate to what that... I can. Yeah. I can see
0: the radiance around you right now oh. <laughs> when I look at your, your beautiful energy.
1: Uh, yeah, and thank I'm, sure you. my, so, I'm
0: sure my listeners can sense that too.
1: Yeah, so I've been guided, you know, I didn't ask to teach, I was guided to teach. And, and since I've spent all this time pulling together a comprehensive set of tools and techniques to help someone evolve themselves, they can do in a few years what it took me decades to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can go out to YouTube, and you can go out and get this little piece and that little piece, but they don't come together into a single picture. You know, it's like getting pieces right. of multiple puzzles and thinking that's going to be able to put together into a puzzle that makes sense. And it often doesn't. Most of the time it doesn't. So the, the two elements that I offer people is, uh, maybe you can relate to this and, and tell me, uh, you know, from your own perspective. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's important to know where we are on our spiritual journey. And what I mean by that is if it's if the spiritual journey is like the hero's journey and, yeah. and we're we're walking our path. It's important to know what stage we're in and what things we can expect to encounter in that stage and what's the most useful thing to be working on in that stage and how, to, and, and how that explains what's going on in my life. But, you know, you, you've helped a lot, a lot of people. So people show up to you and they're in, and they're in pain and right. they think they're crazy or they think their life is falling apart and right. something's wrong with me. And you go, no, it's not wrong with you. That's just where you are in your journey. And if you understand that's just where you are in the journey, then a lot of your fear goes away and a lot of the self-judgment goes away and you get some optimism and you start also to know what's going to move me down the path, what's going to give me that next step down the path. And and I'm going to make up that you can relate to that.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think too, for a lot of people, most people don't realize they're on a journey. Many people take life at face value and they personalize everything. And I think that's what you talk about with an ego death is that, you know, that unconsciousness that I take my life, you know, it's happening to me, not happening for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything is a personal blow to my ego and I'm trapped in pain. And I think a lot of people don't have that bigger perspective that, no, you're more than that yeah and that life is a spiritual journey and i think for me when i started to have that perspective that's when everything changed because Mm -hmm. i could look at my life struggles from that broader perspective
1: right right so one of the things i developed is a model that is you know models are not truth models are just a way to think about life and everybody's journey is going to be a little different generally speaking based on research i've done in my own experience I developed a six-stage model of what the stages of evolution look like. And and I'm going to run through it real quick if it's okay. Yes, please do. Yeah, so in in this way of thinking, we're born into what I call the the wounding phase. The wounding phase is when we get the egoic wounding that we identify with that becomes the things we have to heal to evolve our soul. Right. Right. And so that's, and most, most people don't ever get out of the, the wounding stage. They just live there. And right. it's a high drama, high misery, externalizing how I feel better. So it's got to be from outside of me and all those things.
0: Right. And they uh, keep rehashing the same stories over and yeah, over again, not yeah. realizing
1: that they're just reliving the wound. Yes, exactly right. So then you, in between every stage is a dark night. And the dark okay. night that moves people out of wounding and into healing is hitting bottom. And that hitting bottom can be anything. And I remember you telling me that your hitting bottom, one of them in any way, was when you realized that I have to heal myself because I can't be there for my daughter. Right. And mine was that train wreck where I got a divorce and my company failed, you know, all at the same time. And and other people, it's waking up to an alcoholism and acknowledging an addiction or, it could be getting laid off or getting divorced or it, it, you know, whatever is the whack up side of your head, you know, right. that's when people crack open a little bit and they start going, there's more. I don't okay. have to be miserable. There's more. And that's when you move into healing yeah. and healing is usually a, most of people's lifetimes, if you, unless you get a toolkit right. that speeds it up and makes it more scientific. And so this healing stage, is really about starting to get control of your life, starting to set boundaries, starting to stop hating yourself and judging yourself and judging others and, and, and choosing better relationships. And as you move through that, you get to a point where you're starting to thrive. And so the third stage is thriving. And thriving, you're pretty psychologically healthy and you're able to manifest a pretty good life, relationships, uh, income, doing work that you're pretty happy with, but you're still ego-identified. Right. You still think I'm just a good. I'm just a good ego instead right. of a miserable one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Up. But there comes a point in the thriving stage where something ignites inside you, and you become hungry for more. You become hungry for a truth about who you are that's not my role, that isn't right. my income or my looks, and and that's when you you want to transcend. And I call it, the next stage is transcending, and it's transcending ego and shifting into soul. So it's going out of ego identification to soul identification and living from the soul side. And living from the soul side is defining the world, seeing the world, interpreting the world the way the soul interprets it, and and working in the inner realms and, and creating from our energetic and spiritual self instead of from our egoic self. And, so does oh go ahead? No, no, right. go ahead. And I
0: was gonna say, me. so does your work focus on one particular level, or do you help oh. people start from from yeah. the bottom and get all the way? Not that it's a hierarchy, but get all the way through.
1: Yes, it gets all the way through. Um That's beautiful. And, and so this then the stage above transcending is ascending, and in, in, in both of these where you're going really deep, you're getting into shadow work. You're, you're traveling in the inner realms. You're doing shamanic-type works. You're doing the energy work and, you know, all the intuitive work and connecting with higher realms and all the things that happen when you open up to the soul side. And the ascending uh, realm is right before enlightenment, and you can't, you can't make enlightenment happen. Nope. All you can do is prepare yourself, and it's, it happens by grace. And so remember, between every stage is a dark night. And if you understand when you're in a dark night, it can make sense of a really painful time, you know? Right. So you ask the question, you know, um, what do I target? And so I've got three sets of training, and the first one targets healing, and healing moving into early thriving. And then the second one is about really establishing the thriving stage and moving into the transcending stage. So starting to move you into the energy work, into the inner realms and crossing the boundary, into the soul side. And then the third stage is from that transcending up to early ascending and so it's three levels of work
0: got it and so that's the curriculum
1: yeah that's the curriculum yeah
0: and do people do this on their own mark do you support them or is this you know i sign up for this curriculum and and it's all self-paced
1: Oh, there's no way it could be (laughs) self-paced.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I know we go about doing the same thing from our different ways, and my peeps usually need a lot of support in all of these stages.
1: Absolutely, they do. And I did, and I still do need support. We we have to do this as a community. So the training has a community that you participate in. I'm involved in your training, and and basically they go through in waves. And so the first one is about six weeks. And, okay. and so, and I do that about four times a year. And then the second one is longer than that. And the third one is much longer than that. And, and so there's a Facebook community where you ask questions and I do Facebook Lives. And, and then we trans, you can transition into our permanent community called the SoulSide community, where okay. people who wanna keep working and using the tools and getting answers and you know, also having people like you come in and be guest speakers for them to learn about you. I just don't think we can evolve without community.
0: I don't think so the, either.
1: The world out there, Victoria, uh, maybe this is your your experience, I don't know it. There's there's so many forces that are asking you to drop down the elevator of your consciousness. Yeah. That that are it, it without someone to remind you of your light, without someone to help amplify your light, it's very difficult to progress.
0: Yeah. I see that a lot right now in the times that we're going through. I see it a lot because it's much more apparent, I think, to many of us. I think it's been there all along, but how much fear is on the planet Earth. And now we're just seeing it so much, but so much energy now and a lot of people. And I think you've actually posted about
1: this. Yes, I sure On have.
0: Facebook, I've seen you, but you know, so much overwhelming, tough, negative energy energies are high right now and I think it's a good thing personally because I think that again the planet is having a dark night of the soul exactly. so I think we're exactly where we need to be but it's hard as an energy sensitive person and then I also see a lot of people who are stuck in their homes now you know in quarantine with family members right that are not at the same vibe and that's real interesting too is how do you Maintain your own energetic vibration and your own, you know, authentic self, spiritual integrity. When when the world does not, there's not a lot of folks in the world that match that.
1: Right. So, I yeah, would I mean, love to hear your question. take on that. Well, yeah. and I want to hear your take on it too, <laughs> uh, because I think you just posed a really great question, and we do hear that. Um, uh, you know, the, there's a couple elements to this. You know, the simplest solution is participate in an online community. You know, know. and so that. Every day you're going in and you're getting a high vibrational messages. You're, you're engaging with people who are coming at it from a love space and a, and a wisdom and compassion space and just right. dis, disengage from the news and just stuff like that. I mean, right, that's right. the simplest thing. And it's, it might not be a short-term solution, but one of the painful transitions, the transition from the, the healing stage to the thriving stage, the dark night there is letting go and moving on. Yeah. Now, can you describe from your lifetimes where you've had to let go of relationships or let go of people that just no longer m- uh, matched your vibration? Do you have examples? Oh, of
0: that? yeah. Lots of times at different stages of my own development. And I feel like I've been through like <laughs> more than four stages, man. I feel like I've been awakening every couple of months. <laughs> but um, all right, that might be a little overstatement. But I have a teacher who's like yeah you're like you're becoming a new person like now like how many lives have you lived in this body maybe like a (laughs) hundred so yeah i'm an overachiever but yeah throughout throughout my journey relationships have had to go and even during this period a lot of relationships are having to go I've, i've made some tough decisions mostly professional decisions but there's there's more axes coming and um you know, sometimes they're close people yeah. and sometimes yeah. too, it's just understanding that the way that you interacted with others up until now isn't serving you and it's time to uh, create a new model. And that's yeah. where I am right now. Yeah. Again, you know, kind of honing the model and trying to get it even better than it was before.
1: I, I just love your vulnerability and, and the example you set because, you know, that's really the truth, isn't it? That that nobody has it together. Nobody has got, like, has got it. And that we're all yeah. iterations, and, and, and so we're works in progress, and, and we reach a stage where, you know, things are working pretty well in some ways, but then we, we have that next yeah. awakening or that next thing that Spirit brings up and says, time to let go of this smallness or yeah. this way that you contract or this relationship that's not serving you anymore.
0: Yeah, it's my thought that for most of us, if we're still in a body, we're st- we still have some work to be done and that is fine, you know, and, and there might be a greater purpose to teach to support others yeah. for sure. But I yeah. even look at my work as a healer and helper. I mean, the messages that come out of my mouth are always the ones I need to hear too. Yeah. And I honor that. And I think if you don't honor that, then you're not going with the flow of life. And, right. you know, you're, I wouldn't trust any teacher that said, I am awoke. You know, I think there there are a few that are, but you don't hear him saying it. You just, you know,
1: that's right. That's right. Right. (laughs) We're all on that path. Well, one of the ones I follow is Ajushanti, and I don't know if you're familiar with him or not.
0: Not as much.
1: Yeah, he's I like him a lot um, because, you know, he explains things in a sort of common sense way uh, that it's it just when he says it, it, if you had those teachers where you go, wow, that that's the words that I've been looking for, you know, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So that's kind of why I relate to him. But, but, you know, he makes it clear that even though he's able to access non-dual consciousness, he doesn't live there all the time, right? That he can get triggered that when things come up, he, he still does his work, right? And there's a lot of people that, that kind of get to a certain point, and they go, well, I'm done and and if you're saying that it's like you said yeah yeah. your ego your ego just took over here (laughs)
0: right and again i respect everyone has a different journey and not everyone's going to want to do the work that you've done or the work that i've done that might not be in the cards for this lifetime you get lots of tries and you know we're all here to do different things in our bodies but yeah i think that anyone who doesn't walk the talk of self Mm -hmm. and spiritual development is maybe not the best teacher because that you know if you can't bring your authentic self to the table when you do your work, and I'm not talking about bringing my pains, I'm a counselor, so I don't sit there and talk about myself for 45 minutes. That would be very odd and inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I also recognize it's the times when I do share and, you know, that people are really like, that means a lot, because you know, now I can relate to you. Now I understand that right. we're on this journey together. And that, right. you know, you don't want someone to idealize you. Because right. again, that's, that's giving your power away. I don't want to everyone's got to tap into their own power. I definitely don't want to take that.
1: Yeah, good point. So <laughs> I, I, have, how, I gotta be would,
0: working on my own.
1: Yeah, how would you answer the question you posed to me, which is we're trapped at home? We're with people with a low vibrational energy? What advice would you give?
0: For me, a lot of it is about getting that time alone. Mm -hmm. For me, it's been about reaching out to teachers, to people like you. I mean, through my work, that's been fantastic to keep that vibe fresh. For me too, I get so much out of my work because when I'm doing my work, I'm connecting with spirit. I'm connecting with my guides. I'm connecting with my highest self. So if I'm doing it right... You know, it keeps my vibration really happy. And I actually even do little therapy sessions for myself where I go for walks and I talk to my guides and I ask them questions and then I channel the answers back to myself. And that really <laughs> helps me as well. I know a little schizophrenic, but not really. I'm, I'm actually pretty good with reality, but it's really, really helpful again, because I'll hear the guidance that I need to hear yeah. and I'll get out of my own way. So those are the things that, that help me. And then a lot of being kind to yourself because I think yeah. that's something we all need right now, that these are challenging times.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and one thing I want to put as a placeholder, it might not be possible while people are sheltering in place and quarantining and all that, but there comes a time where you need to evaluate who am I surrounding myself with? Because who we spend our time with is a major factor in our vibrational frequency.
0: Right.
1: And I'm always seeking to surround myself with people whose vibration is higher than mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it helps it helps again sometimes we give birth to people or they're it's complicated but yeah. i think all in all that's really helpful and you know even just be aware of those differentials so that you know i often teach too and something i'm working on personally is you don't have to match the energy of the people around you it is naturally sure. normal and we're going to mostly unconsciously do it because that's how yeah. energy works but you don't have to you can yeah. you know yeah. Set that intention to stay in your own lane, and you don't have to just match the energy. You know, when someone comes at you in fear, you always have a choice. Do I want to respond with fear, or do I want to go inside, get grounded, get centered, and make a different choice?
1: Yeah, I love that. That's really
0: great.
1: Yeah, I I teach, and you're an empath. You would, you would, you. I I am an empath.
0: Yeah, we've talked about that on the podcast before. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'm an empath as well. And I didn't know what empaths were, and I didn't realize how much I was being affected yeah. by other people's energy until I became aware of that. So I developed a bunch of tools around that over the years and created some training. And that would be another thing I would say is be sure to yeah. keep your energy clean. You know, I call it energy hygiene. You know, yeah. you've got physical hygiene, you need emotional hygiene, you need phys- energy hygiene. And to, and to have techniques that you know, these are all mentally based. It's based on the idea that we're co-creators of reality and that the quantum field is consciousness and it energy follows thought. And so right. we can use our thoughts to make our energy change. And, right. and so it's based on those kinds of things.
0: Oh, those are beautiful. Is there a tool you can share with listeners? Absolutely. Like a simple one?
1: Yay. Yeah, 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 a couple of, of tools. You know, one, one is a cleansing tool, and then I'm going to give you a couple of shielding tools. The cleansing tool is to visualize a waterfall of white light, okay. and it's sparkling light. Now, a waterfall is not like your bathroom shower. It's not a gentle thing. A waterfall is <laughs> you know, so it's really pounding, and it comes right. from higher self, so it comes from above. It comes down through the sparkling white light, and just imagine it like dirt washing out. And if in your mind's eye, you're looking at your energy body, just see it, you know, brown, like it's got dirt or stuff on it. But as this waterfall washes through, it gets whiter and whiter and whiter. And as it does, you just feel lighter and lighter and lighter. And you can expand that waterfall to fill your whole room and you cleanse the room of energy. Uh, You can cleanse the other people in the room of energy while you're doing it. So so that's a simple cleansing technique you can do in the middle of a business meeting. You can do while you're on a Zoom call, which you and I just did. I just
0: practiced. I like it.
1: Yeah. So, So that's a very simple cleansing. There's more complicated ones, but that one's one anybody can do. And then there's two shields I want to share. And remember, energy follows thought. So when we direct the energy around us, it will do what we've asked it to do and so a simple shield is an egg around you that completely surrounds you you're in the middle of it and you you have to instruct this egg this shield with what you want it to do you tell it keep out all negative energy all negative influences you know anyone that would do harm allow in all the love and all of the positive information and positive forces that i want and and so then that shield. and and once you've visualized it, then then when you need it, you just say shields up. And so it's it's a light, it's a white shield around you. And I don't keep them up all the time. I keep them up when I'm in a top toxic environment. Right. And I need that extra protection. now I, I use a more complex shield than that, but this is a simple one to practice with. and And remember to allow the, the central channel that comes out of your crown and up to spirit that there's a hole in your egg up and a hole at the bottom as you connect into the grid of the earth. So just imagine a beam of light through the center of you and that that shield is around that beam of light. And, but I wanna give you another one and this is a more complicated one, but right now everybody needs this shield. And this is called a social shield. So when we, as impasse, we don't just, we pick up energy from the people around us in our immediate vicinity, but we also pick up energy from society. Yes, sir. And right now it's being just, people are outgassing so much fear and anxiety and and stress and distress and conflict. And we're picking it up. Every morning I'm waking up feeling like I'm walking through this sludge. And I have to clean myself and then put the shield up. So this shield is uh, two cones. Okay, like like an ice cream cone. Okay. One on top of the other. So there's a point up and a point down. And where they join is at your waistline. Okay. So you're, you're inside it. You're inside these, these two cones. And uh, they're made of violet light that has like got sparkles in it, like a, like a sparkler. So it's called electric violet. Okay. And the purpose of this shield is to protect you from that social energy. And it has a completely different feel when you put it up. And that is actually on the Radiant Soul Community a Facebook group. Okay. If you, if you see me actually have a model of it and what it looks like, and I go through it a lot slower, people are, it's a free community. It's That's you know, beautiful. free stuff. That's a shield you want to use probably every day, at least through different, different parts of the day. If you're feeling yourself affected, set that shield up and you'll get it instant relief from it
0: what i tell people and i don't know if you think of it this way but when i think about shielding i always tell people and i'm curious what you think you want to shield from a place of love and a place of allowing not from a place of oh my god you know i gotta protect myself because sometimes in my experience that tends to put a fear message out there i don't know if you find that but that's always been my teaching
1: yes absolutely and and so here's the way to think about it if it's storming outside, and you put on a raincoat to protect yourself, right? are you afraid of the rain? Are you judging <laughs> the rain? Or are exactly. you simply taking an action to, to protect your body?
0: Yeah, that's perfect. I love that analogy. And so that's a really good thing to think about when you're doing this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like putting on a sort of a raincoat to protect yourself from negative energy. And, and that's the way to think about it. Yeah, because a lot of people get into language like energy vampires and, and toxic people. And that's just, that's the ego judging. You know, that's, yeah. that's fear-based and judgment-based.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And I think that, you know, it's helpful. I work with a lot of people that have been in abusive relationships. So on the one hand, I can see where some of these things are really helpful because they help people understand what's going on when people didn't realize like that person came into the room and they drained my energy. What is that about? And you know, they don't know they're doing it. It's not, it's just it's just how energy works, especially if you're an empath exactly but i also think you know with any good concept as soon as it gets out into the world people it becomes something very different so now you see people saying like so and so is a toxic person i was like yeah no (laughs) right maybe they're (laughs) not good for you maybe this dynamic isn't working for you maybe you need to cut the ties with that individual but we don't exactly there's no need for judgment there's no need for labeling and in fact again when you get too hung up on that chances are you you know if the shoe fits, or no?
1: What's yeah. the
0: expression? It's not if the shoe fits; it's glass. The glass houses. Like, don't be throwing the stones. Sometimes, what you see in other people is what's going on with you as well.
1: Yeah, great. That's a great way to to support your own spiritual journey. If you're judging someone, then right. that's really your shadow.
0: Yeah, you know, but projecting. a lot of times. Too, we don't know we're doing it, right? Like yeah. <laughs> judgment is so tricky. I see that so much right now where people are mm. slinging mud all over the place. And I understand because there's so much fear and, yeah. you know, and it's just a right. prominent vibe, but I realize so many people aren't aware of what's judgment and what's not. Because it's yeah. just, you know, it's business as usual for so much yeah. of humanity. So yeah. I think that level of discernment that it sounds like you're teaching people around becoming aware of that is huge.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I think you and I did talk about this, but I think it's an important point given what you just said. My work is based on, it's soul-based. And so it's the idea that I am a soul. I I don't have a soul. I have an ego. I am a soul. And most people go, I am a person and I have a soul. It's the opposite. That is such a beautiful way to say it. We're already as radiant as we ever need to be, but it doesn't shine because it's covered up by all our wounding and our limitations and our blocks. Were you yeah. about to say something? No, I wasn't. <laughs> You're okay. good. Okay. And so this work of the inner mastery is about our work is to uncover the radiance that's already there. And when we're doing our work, it's not like we're climbing somewhere. It's like we're, we're revealing who we have always been Yes. and simply being more and more of that every day. And so every time something comes up that's part of your wounding and you heal it and release it, or you have old emotions that this this heavy negative emotional energy that you release and process out, your vibration gets higher and higher and higher because it's not so weighed down. Yes. And And you attract less into your life too. Of that negativity, right? Yeah. You attract more and more of what now resonates with that light that is shining. And so, one of the things when we're in a dark place, we can always do is we can sit and we can just visualize I am a soul. I am the soul. I am not this situation. I am not this person. It isn't happening to me. It's just happening. And and just hold to this and even see inside yourself this magnificent diamond light and be reminded that even though it feels really terrible right now, you're eternal, you're magnificent. This will pass, and and just identify with that. Identify with yourself as a soul.
0: That is such beautiful advice, and so so profound. I love that. It has been so amazing speaking with you, and I am so excited to share this interview and share the light that is Mark Youngblood with okay. my listeners. And I know too. Whether you like it or not, I have got to have you back again, because I feel like we have just like scratched the surface of the conversations that we could be having. Is there anything else that you would like to share that you know we didn't cover yet today?
1: Well, not really. The, the one thing I want to do is invite them, anyone who would like to participate in the Radiant Soul Community on Facebook. You just look it up. It's Radiant Soul Community. It's free. And I post a video every week and it's very active and it's very loving and supportive. You're in that group. Um, and yeah, I sure am. Um, it's
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. And so that's one of the ways, you know, I do my work is to offer that as a resource for people. Uh, so that's the one thing I wanted to make sure people knew about.
0: Perfect. Thank you. And I will make sure that we have all of your other contact information up there, but just for a quick run through, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
1: Well, you can reach me at Mark, M-A-R-K, at PathwayToRadiance.com. PathwayToRadiance.com, M-A-R-K, yep. Yeah.
0: Perfection. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Perhaps. And I know we will, we will, our paths will cross again.
1: Sounds great. Thank you very much, Victoria.
0: Thank you. So I hope you all enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Before we wrap up, I want to remind everyone that if you would like to learn more about our guests, about the topics that we are covering in these episodes, please, please, please check out my new Facebook group intuitive connection community where i will be reinviting some of these guests for bonus material i will be coming on and doing live teachings trainings and readings and all sorts of other fun stuff and discussion about the topics that we have been covering in this podcast so i hope that you will join me there the information is in the show notes intuitive connection community on facebook and until we meet again namaste Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you gain strength, clarity, and growth from today's episode. For more information and to submit a topic that you'd like to see addressed in a future episode, please visit my website, victoriashawintuitive.com, where you'll find the resources to help you step into your power and awaken your own inner wisdom.